I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, we simply have to talk about the slap. If you somehow didn't see what happened last night at the Oscars, if you live under a rock, well, let me tell you, Will Smith slapped, and I quote, the shit out of Chris Rock. And um, the whole world watched it live. Now listen, there's a lot of debate. Was he in the right? Was he in the wrong? Admittedly, it's not nice to have someone joke about your wife. I get that. I wouldn't like that myself. But then standing up and slapping a man. That's a little bit too far, isn't it? There's been a whole array of discussion on the internet trying to work out whether Will was in the right or the wrong. Ultimately, that is assault and, and you can't just slap a man. However, many people are arguing that the joke was just too far. It was unnecessary. And that what he did was justified in the moment. Now, some people, even think that it all might have been staged. For me, this is definitely not an option. Look, I know these two are good actors. Well, Will Smith's a good actor. Chris Rock is, uh, he's, he acts, uh, let's just say that. But no, even these two, I don't think could fake someone and make it seem as real as this. Look at the passion on this man's face. Look at how confused and, and utterly in disbelief this man is. That's not acting, that's real life. And uh, wow, it was amazing. Now, anyway, what happened last night reminded me of this classic entitled people story that I saw a few years ago. It's one of the best on the entirety of the subreddit and it also involves a slap the difference here being that unlike will smith slap on another man this involves an entitled woman and a child i'll let you decide which is worse here we go entitled mum storms into school to slap a kid because he accidentally got hot glue on his son's clothes so this encounter with the wild beast wasn't mine but my mum's my mum is a teacher there she didn't interact with her but she did witness it the kid in this story is about 12 or 13 years old and so is her son so apparently during arts and crafts class yes we do have arts and crafts classes here until we're in high school one kid got hot glue on the entitled mum's kids clothes now because he's nothing like his mum he simply said it was okay and kept going on with his day now at the end of the day the entitled mum comes to pick up her son at the front gate of the school and that's when the kid breaks the news to her she turns bright red and storms out of the car screaming like a banshee i demand to know where that kid is she goes into the hangout area and unfortunately for him he was just playing a card game with his classmates while waiting for the bus this lady stomps over to him and the conversation went like this you son of a dog how dare you get hot glue on my son's clothes she then inexplicably proceeds to slap the kid hard you're gonna pay for his clothes and you deserve the same thing to happen to you for you to learn your lesson at this point the kid is dumbfounded looking at the entitled mum and as my mum was about to intervene a member of staff comes up excuse me mom you can't storm in here like this and do that to one of the students the entitled mum puts her finger in the staff member's face don't you dare talk to me like that he did that to my little precious angel and now he gets what he deserves at this point more kids have gathered around and all of them were staring daggers at the entitled mum because both the staff member and the kid are really good people and most students love them at this point the entitled mum has a group of 12 to 14 year old students just looking at her ready to snap at any second if she decides to do any more harm to anyone 
So she just leaves and goes back to her car The kids parents were called and they went to the police and at that moment everyone was getting questioned But if anything more happens, I will keep you guys posted and there we go I'm not quite sure which is worse to be honest will smith slapping chris rock in front of the entire world or this actually this is a woman slapping a child this has to be worse look i know millions of people weren't watching this live but come on is this not assaulting a minor assaulting another man is one thing but a minor a a child who by the way has done nothing wrong that is ridiculous guys get in the comments what do you think's worse will slap or this entitled mums I want to know. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Both utterly insane. Let's be let's be frank. But uh, hey, which one's worse? Let me know. My mother decided my inheritance won't pay for my college. After I told her she should get a VPN. My mother bought an Android TV box that can stream any new show or movie for free, which I told her was technically illegal. But her response was, streaming isn't illegal because we aren't downloading the content. And I said all right and left it. It turns out our internet service provider isn't too keen on this though and throttles our whole network to unbearable speeds when the box is in use. However, the box will hog all the throttle bandwidth so the movie will still stream, but every other device will be kicked off the network. When I tell my mother about this or ask her to just pause for a bit so I'm able to get any work done, her response is always, I pay for the internet and it seems to be working, so you can deal with not having internet while I'm watching TV. I've been dealing with this for two weeks now. I was disqualified from two job interview technical tests. I had to plead to retake a midterm with my professor and I often get booted when I'm on a call with my girlfriend. Now she's long distance, going to school and we only get two or three hours to talk per day. When my parents left for a bit today, I did some troubleshooting and found that a VPN fixes this problem. So when they came back, I told my mum that a VPN fixes the problem and they should use one anyway since their activities are illicit and it also helps to keep their information safe. Her response though, unsurprisingly, was I bought the box to stop paying for subscriptions. I'm not going to pay for something when the TV works just fine. You can live without internet. I thought she'd at least be reasonable and I was going to offer to pay for half the yearly subscription to ExpressVPN, which is $100 per year. But instead, I was just shocked and left. Shortly after, she came to me and told me that I should just pay for the VPN because I'm the one who would be using it anyways. I told her that's not how it works. I wouldn't be using it, but I'll split the cost with her. She didn't like that answer because she then started to go off saying you're 22 and you don't pay for anything you should start at least paying for rent and to use our internet now guys i know that statement doesn't sound too bad and i agree taken out of context it's probably fine but here is some background for context my parents told me that i can live rent free till i graduate college which led me to go to the local university to save money and not have to pay for a room and boarding My tuition, on the other hand, is just barely covered through a small sum of money my grandfather left me when he passed. But the account holder's name is my mother's. If that doesn't cover my tuition, I'd pay it myself out of pockets. My brother, on the other hand, moved out to go to college, and his financials are a different story. My mother fully pays for his tuition, room and board, and groceries so he doesn't have to work while he goes to school. The tuition and room and board together for him are almost 3x what my tuition alone costs, and yet she pays that without batting an eye. Anyways, to continue the story, my mother continued going off, telling me that starting now, I'll have to pay rent. It'll be $1,200 a month. I've got to pay for the VPN so I can access the internet and also I'll have to pay for the internet itself since you're the only one who uses it anyways. 
And she finished off her list of demands by stating also the trust won't be covering your tuition anymore So you need to pay me back the twenty six thousand dollars that it's paid so far I was silent and just left I broke down into tears when I got to my car and just started driving I haven't talked to my mum since and i'm just fuming that she would hold my inheritance ransom I have two months till I graduate and was planning to just yeet out of here the day I do But every month it's something else that's my fault and i've got to pay for it It started off with groceries I now buy over half the groceries and make dinner for me and my parents four days a week Because you should start making us dinner since you need to learn to cook Then when I got my tax refund my mum made me give her half of it because I did your taxes, so I deserve your tax refund, which I didn't ask her to do. I just came home from work one day and she'd already filed them. Same thing with the stimulus checks during COVID. You shouldn't have got the stimulus checks. It should be mine since I'm your mother after they didn't qualify because their income was too high. Me and my father are going to see a show tonight. He sees the stark contrast in the way she treats me compared to my brother. And has even told me before that I know she treats you differently than everyone else And you just need to not cause a ruckus or stir up anything with your mother Just leave as soon as you graduate But he won't actually stand up to her or oppose her on anything So whatever she says goes All right, so this story started off pretty casually. I thought it was gonna be okay But uh, it ended up with uh, your mum just stealing from you pretty much. Am I wrong? That's what's happened here, no? Like, if your grandfather has left you money in a trust, she can't take it from you. If it's for you, she can't take it from you. Surely that's illegal. You can just press charges. Also, taking your stimulus check and other stuff, you, you can't do that, even if you are someone's parent. Surely. I'll tell you what she definitely can't do. She can't force you to pay back $26,000. She's the one that gave it to you in the first place. It was never, you know, a loan, was it? It just sounded as if she was giving it to you. And now she's asking for the whole of it back? Nah, that can't be, that can't be legit. Listen, the stuff about the VPN and streaming stuff illegally, that's one thing. But then demanding money back that you don't have and, and stealing your own money, that's a whole nother level of entitlement. Wow, this lady got crazier the longer the story went on. And by the way, your dad is a bit of a loser. Like, I'm sorry. Just stand up to her. If your wife is clearly doing something embarrassing like this, uh, like disrespecting your own child, stand up for yourself and for your kid. Do something. Like, what are you doing in life if you're just going to be walked over by this woman? Embarrassment. You are a disgrace. Now moving on to our third entitled parent story. Entitled parents endanger their own child and other children at the zoo. So I work at a zoo and boy do I have a plethora of stories about entitled parents I might post more stories that I have later on But the one that i'll talk about right now really was one of the worst cases of both entitlement and stupidity from parents that i've seen in a very long time So the zoo that I work at has a very strict policy of no kid scooters for children that are older than three years old If a child needs a scooter because they can't really walk on their own yet, it is allowed. But when a child is able to walk and just uses the scooter to play on and move faster, it's strictly prohibited. This is mainly for safety reasons. Children on scooters can hit or run over other children. They can fall and hurt themselves, and they could even accidentally fall into some of the animal enclosures. Some of the enclosures have very low fences. For example, the beavers and the porcupines. And if a child is fast enough, it's definitely possible that they could accidentally launch themselves into one of them should their scooters bump into something. 
It's happened before even, hence the creation of the rule. So, during one of my shifts a couple of days ago, I was scanning tickets at the entrance of the zoo. I see these two parents and their young daughter approaching, and the daughter is speeding towards the entrance on a kid's scooter. She's visibly older than three years old, but just to be certain, I ask the parents how old she is when I go and scan their tickets. They tell me that she's five, to which I then explain the rule of the kid's scooters to them, and I kindly ask them if they can hand in the scooter at the cash register booth so they can keep it safe while they visit the zoo, and then they can come and pick it up after their visits. They're shocked when I tell them, and demand to know why they can't have their daughter keep her scooter. I explain the reasons behind the rule and that we really cannot make any exceptions. They are visibly angry and ask several times for me to make an exception for their daughter. I tell them no once again that it really is for their daughter's own safety. I kindly ask them again to hand the scooter in or to not enter the zoo if they really don't want to take their daughter's scooter away. The daughter then starts crying and the entitled parents get angry at me and say, look what you did to our daughter. You made her upset and you've ruined her day now. Mind you, it was very busy at the zoo that day. People were waiting in line for me to scam their tickets and these guys were taking up all their time I could tell the people behind them were starting to get agitated And I once again insisted that they have to hand in the scooter or leave I then just decided to go and help the other guests with their tickets The entitled parents stayed right next to me at the entrance Literally blocking half of the entryway with their crying child Calling me an awful mean woman to their daughter and they just kept on complaining I ignored it and continued helping the other guests after about 15 minutes of them just standing there and making a scene I eventually saw them walk over to the cash register booth and I assumed they would finally hand in the scooter Now there is another small entrance right next to the cash register booth That is meant for people who bought their ticket there that enables them to enter the zoo without having to stand in yet another line After waiting in line for the cash register initially And apparently, the entitled parents used that entrance to secretly enter the zoo with their scooter. I couldn't see them from where I was scanning tickets, and I was too busy to notice. An hour or two later, while I'm doing a cash register shift, I suddenly hear a lot of commotion coming from my supervisors, who are sitting in an office right behind the cash registers. They're on the phone with the head of the zoo security guards. I can tell that something bad and shocking must have happened from the tone of their voices. And once they've hung up, I asked them what's happened. Apparently, the security guards had just escorted a family out of the zoo because their daughter was speeding through the zoo on her child scooter and almost hit a few other children. Some had apparently fallen trying to avoid her and had injured themselves. When one of the security guards came up to the parents to tell them that they're not allowed to have that scooter with them and that the daughter immediately needs to get off, the parents started yelling at the security guard and apparently the daughter sped away from the guard. In the process, she hit the side of the brick fence of the meerkat enclosure and the scooter fell into the enclosure as a result. The meerkats of course freaked out and immediately hurried to the inside area of their enclosure, but some became so stressed that they almost escaped. Their caretaker had to be called in to calm them down and distract them with food while the security guards tried to retrieve the scooter. Meanwhile, the child cried loudly and the entitled parents yelled at the security guard that this was his fault and that he was the one who almost caused their daughter to fall into the enclosure. Other security guards had to come to the scene and the parents and their daughter were immediately kicked out of the zoo And apparently they never stopped blaming the security guards for what had happened They were also members of the zoo and my supervisors immediately revoked their membership 
I'm not sure if they're now outright banned, but I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Now look, I would have thought, guys, that it'd be pretty obvious as to why you're not allowed to scoot around at high speeds inside a zoo where there are animals, usually. Uh, but no, apparently that's not true. Wow. I guess ultimately it's kind of lucky that nothing super serious happened. Can you imagine if it wasn't the meerkat enclosure, but it was another enclosure with some large animals in that could do serious damage to the kid? That could have been potentially extremely tragic. The saddest thing, the most ridiculous thing, is that these entitled parents still blame you, the security guard, anyone else apart from themselves and their own child for the stuff that happened. Like, come on. It's not the security guard's fault that your kid was out of control and almost ended up inside the meerkat enclosure, is it? Whose fault might that be? Oh, maybe it's yours and your own child's. Just a, just a thought there. It's like, at what point do you stop blaming others and actually start caring about your own child's safety? Hey, maybe with this family, that point is never going to come. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And now for our final post of this episode. Stop drinking in a beer garden in front of my child. So here in the UK, we have had some sunshine and the weather has gone above 10 degrees outside. So that means the British are free. Everyone is flocking to pubs, beer gardens, fields for day drinking and barbecues, etc. I went to a pub recently with my friends that had a beer garden attached. And so we decided to sit outside in the gentle breeze and sunshine. Here is where I first clocked our entitled mother. How did I clock her, you ask? Her child was jumping from chair to chair and lying on tables. Yes, lying across tables when people were trying to sit down. Hexborn. Anyway, my friends and I were chatting, catching each other up on life, yada yada, when we ordered some alcoholic drinks. This is important to specify. This went on until we were on our third round of drinks and we were getting giggly. We decided to stand up and walk to the balcony, which overlooked some flower beds and chat there before returning to our table for the food. On the way back, our entitled mother decided to stand up and try and knock the drink out of my friend's hand. I stood the heck back in shock and just stared, but my mates got much faster reflexes than me. And this glass was one of those red wine type glasses, so she had a good grasp of it anyway. She recovered from the shock, only spilling a little bit of her drink. And, I assume without thinking beforehand, tipped the rest of the drink on this mother. She was shocked. I was shocked. Her child was shocked. The other bar goers were shocked. Nobody really spoke for a few minutes. My friend, who we'll call Amber, said, And what the heck were you trying to do there? You were being too loud and getting far too drunk. It's 4pm on a weekday. What's your problem? Replied the entitled mum. Why does it matter? And who the heck are you? It matters because my child is watching you throw those back referring to our drinks. No, your child is climbing on stuff and being much more of a nuisance than we are. Then I get involved. Also, we're not even being that loud. Like, not all of us are drinking, and if we were disturbing anyone, they would have quietened us down. You shouldn't be drinking at 4pm. It's a weekday. It's bloody ridiculous. It's a freaking pub garden, you nonce. That has to be the most British insult I've ever heard. I love it. Our entitled mother grabbed her stuff and dragged her child into the indoor section of the pub. 
We were expecting someone to come outside and tell us to leave, but nobody ever did. There was an old couple who were sat not too far away who approached us a little bit later and told us that the entitled mum had been on the phone before we arrived and they think she got dumped at the table because of the swearing and cussing she'd done before. The lovely old gentleman said, It's not an excuse, but maybe she couldn't let others be happy when she was in a bad mood. Rightly said. Yeah, look, I agree. Definitely not an excuse, but it does somewhat justify her actions. Doesn't really matter though. Anyway you spin it, telling someone not to drink alcohol in a beer garden is ludicrous. I'm sorry, but it just is. That's the purpose of being there. Come on. And also, what's wrong with drinking at 4pm on a weekday? If there's something wrong with that, lock me up, mate. And send me away. I mean, look, there's no doubt about it. We've seen a few examples of crime in this episode today. Some slaps, stealing money from your own child, taking a scooter into a zoo. But I didn't realize that drinking at a pub was one of those. I just didn't know. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash entitled people. Really hope you enjoyed it. A longer one than normal, but you guys let me know. Do you like these longer episodes or do you want shorter ones? I, I quite like the long ones. I can cover more stories, go into more detail good stuff if you agree with me comment down below let me know that you enjoy them uh, if you're new to the channel hit this button to subscribe and if you want more right away check out this video on screen which is over 11 hours long you're gonna love it trust me click it now hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.